Searching for the loan that's right for your life or your business? The Bank of Clark County offers personal auto financing, personal loans and business lines of credit, mortgages and business real estate loans, home equity loans, personal and business construction loans, and more. Whether you're looking to upgrade your life or your business, the Bank of Clark County has the loan that fits. Visit your local Bank of Clark County branch or go to bankofclark.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Experience Never Seen the World. The Fallen Electric's debut album featuring the title track Never Seen the World. Go to thefallenelectric.com for all news, show dates, and contact information. Think twice, know that I have never seen the world. I've never seen the world. Martini Studios in Ontario, California. It's the Fanboy Show! Hey, what's up, everyone? I am Joe C. And I'm Josh. And thank you all very much for listening to the Fanboy Show. Thank you for downloading the Pot of Most Favorite Podcast app, subscribing, and telling a friend like a champ. You can always reach us at Fubar Show. That's FBLOBARSHOW.com. And FBLOBARSHOW is our handle on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out, drop us a line, and we'll fill it up like a couple of foos. Ain't that right, foo? See, foo. Yeah. On tap today, we don't have a goddamn thing, Josh. We don't, man. We, we don't. don't. We're, we're reaching here, we're right? So winging it. No, we, we got plenty of material. No. <laughs> <Fuck off>. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got a few things we can talk about. We just don't have any guests. It's weird because we've had plenty of we, guests. We, we, you know what? It's weird. We go through those these lulls, you know, <laughs> where we'll have like a string of guests, mm-hmm. you know, week after yeah. week or episode after episode, it feels like almost. Yeah. And then yeah. we just kind of go silent for a little while with, you know. But it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's a nice little break. So anything that happens that's positive is really a surprise to us. Uh, speaking of surprises, Josh. Yes, sir. Have you ever been like going through your morning constitution? You know, you're doing what you got to do in the I'm bathroom. With you, I'm with you so far. Uh, in the morning. But mm-hmm. every like 15th trip to the toilet, it's just like. <laughs> Wait, what? I didn't, <laughs> I didn't eat that. <laughs> for example, I, I, the reason it took me so long to open the door for you this okay. afternoon yeah, okay. uh, here uh, I, I coming assumed. into the studio was because, you know, I was I was on the can. Uh, yeah, I assumed and, rightly. Um, I, assumed. I don't remember eating anything spicy yesterday, man, and it's kind of scary. <laughs> Your butthole is burning after It's you... not cool, dude. Oh, it's not fucking ouch. cool. That's, um, that's not a nice surprise. I need surprise. to get more wipes. It went, wow. When's the last time you had Mexican food? Well... Let's see. It's like every other day for me. Oh, you da- yeah. then that's your problem, that's buddy. Diet. All right. Yeah, it, it's taking a toll. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when it starts to hurt your poop, man, uh-huh. you got to start changing. Something. And and the reason I bring this up is because you are the master. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> of right. going to right. the. Of, Let's do this. Of hitting up this. the porcelain. Yes. You do. Uh, you are not nice to the Look. American standard. Look. They you shit on the American standard. They like to test me, man, but I test them back. I showed them that I'm the winner. Right. That I come out the winner. And anyone that tries to follow me after, you better be, you better be prepared. You're changing the game, Josh. Yes, yes. You're changing the fucking game. I am the pioneer of the shit. When, if, I could, if you can withstand bloody shit, man, you can withstand anything. All right. Well, um, the epitaph is getting made like next week. So Wait, oh. Yeah, you're, yeah you, we'll Damn be it. fine. We'll no, be fine. I've been quoted. Mm-hmm. You've been quoted. <laughs> 
<laughs> There's a record. Yeah, man. Well, um, not much to really uh, update you guys uh, behind the scenes, uh, other than you know we're trying to think of some more ideas for for more content on the podcast. But I, being in the Fallen Electric, have some very exciting news. <gasps> we're recording more stuff. The other no song that we recorded, what? <laughs> no drum roll. Wow. No drum roll. I don't have it. Not a showman. Uh, we're recording some pretty exciting stuff. We're probably gonna release it maybe uh, late summer early fall okay so uh, a few singles mm. at a time so it should be a really cool thing so remember man if this doesn't if if this doesn't make me like want to come in my pants i get to punch you in the throat we agreed on this last podcast i think you're gonna like it mm. i think you're gonna like it i'm gonna get my throat punch in hand ready listen man if you punch me in the throat <laughs> it won't be honest you won't be honest with yourself <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> but it'll be so satisfying. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Well, just you want to just get into the nerd news? Yeah, man. Why not? Right. Let's Sounds do good. this. You know, speaking of punching the throat, uh, <laughs> Venom 2 is actually looking oh. for another director. So I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hmm. wonder why. Hmm. It's, it's probably a good idea, man. Yeah. Uh, there's no rumors yet as to who will probably be up for it, but okay. just kind of keep an, out on, uh, an eye out on that. Just wanted to throw that out there. Sounds good. Uh, actually, man, there's been some very interesting news. So you remember the good old classic movie, The Sandlot? Yeah. Well, guess what, man? Do you ever like get nostalgic and just like watching it every now and then? Not really. Oh, well. Sorry. I, I do, but they're actually creating a TV series for it. Uh, you know what? I um, It has to already be on for me to get nostalgic about it. I'm not actively seeking, seeking it out. Seeking it out and just watching it? Yeah. Oh, man, that's such a great movie. Yeah, but I do enjoy it. Yes. It takes me back. It's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Well, they're actually making a TV series with the original cast. So all of the guys that were in there uh, from Mike Vitar as Benny, uh, the Jet Rodriguez, uh-huh. uh, Tom Gary, Scott Smalls, uh, Patrick Reina, Ham, the guy that played Ham, Ham yeah. Porter, the catcher guy, he's coming back. Marty York, yeah, yeah. All of them are coming back, every single one of these characters. And the series is actually looking to come out. The uh, series that nobody thought about? That no that one is thought about, genius. man. Right? right? It's fucking genius. It's <laughs> like, why did nobody else think about this? Like, the plot involves Santorelli getting transported back to 1975 to relive his childhood. Leo Party reprised his role as Squints from the original. Um, yeah, it looks weird. Uh, okay. <laughs> but hell. So I, it's not going to be present day? These guys like already grown up, but they're just like they have a like a one camera sitcom or something? Yeah, I'm looking into that right now. Okay. Um, but right now it's looking like, okay, we're around the same age as the characters in 1993 when it first released. So they're going to be placing it around like around their age right now pretty much i think it's gonna be okay because remember this took place in like the 60s so it's gonna take place in like 90s probably oh okay yeah that oh i got you so it may be like uh, a 90s understood. theme like a 90s theme type of show uh-huh. so that'd be pretty cool i That's, mean why not why, yeah why the fuck not? i mean the trend is going that way with uh stranger things these days like taking a look back to the 80s yeah it took place in the 80s it took place in the 80s and, and they're going, making it too which now. is gonna take place in the 90s oh, it's gonna be great man there's a lot of great cinema coming out totally so. I'm speaking of the 90s you got Captain Marvel oh my god coming Cap- out on, yeah, uh, on Friday Friday, Friday Thursday March evening yeah it's Friday it's gonna be 
very uh, honestly dude i'm excited it takes place in 1995 yeah 1995 she's going after the scroll yep and samuel jackson's gonna be in that as well as agent colson it's gonna be like the intro to uh nick fury and agent colson first meeting oh okay and like they're starting up in nice they're actually starting up in shield they're like the under the younger agents like mm. still trying to like make their names uh -huh. so i think this is going to show the beginning of when nick fury started to ascend in the organization That's dope i like that they still are find a way to use colson yeah especially I, since they gave him a show on abc which was okay i didn't watch the last two seasons i understand it it was very enjoyable yeah it wasn't based too, on everybody who watched it when they introduced it. ghost rider mm -hmm. oh my god that was so sick it was like robbie reyes and he's yeah. like a race car driver so his his whole vehicle is like a fucking challenger like wow. a Dodge Challenger, and it turns into all the flames and stuff. It uh. was it was dope. They did it really well on the show. Um, that Daisy, uh, the girl that plays um, Daisy Johnson, uh, Quake, Chloe Bennett. Mm. Oh, she's so beautiful. Nice. <laughs> yes, very uh, very good show, guys. I think you guys should go watch it. It's on. They can watch, get it, catch it on Netflix, and it's live on Hulu. It's coming out in May for that. But Captain Marvel, guys, remember to keep up with that. It's gonna come out March eighth. And yep. that's going to have a tie-in into Avengers, which is coming out. You know, Avengers Endgame. And I actually want I have questions in regards to, like, her tie-in and, um, like, where the fuck was she? During this entire during time. During this entire time. Yeah, yeah. I think, I really hope they answer that, like, pretty fast. Uh -huh. With Nick, you know, because Nick Fury Page is there, obviously. Right. So I think it's that part in the trailer where they're all looking up in, like, this dark meadow almost mm. and i think she's like just arriving or something it's gonna be something along like those she lines. was gone for a while like she was gone for a while like fighting in space because technically she's a kree warrior so oh, she wow. may have been trying to clean up some of the mess thanos left behind mm -hmm. like who knows or she could have been like asleep or some shit i don't know man fucking marvel does crazy shit all the time so don't <laughs> <laughs> don't be surprised if they come up with some crazy ass explanation yeah uh they actually they're gonna need a crazy explanation for this upcoming rumor uh, from what i've been hearing foo mm -hmm. uh so recently I, i've heard via i believe it was the weekly reporter or something um that Marvel will be going ahead after this Avengers with Avengers versus X-Men. Hmm. That'll be the next series of Avengers movies coming out. Mm -hmm. And they're going to probably create, um, have some next, you know, newer titles continue from this last Dark Phoenix. Yeah. I think they may still keep the actors and then just keep, you know, take over. Because technically Dark Phoenix takes place in like the 80s. Ah. And like 80s and 90s. Like really? it, Yeah, it takes place in like the 90s time. So, okay. and again, we haven't really explored marvel you know pre you know but in the 90s area even in the 80s really yeah um, it was mainly the 2000s it was mainly in the 2000s mm -hmm. so this could probably tie in pretty well if they keep going on with this and okay. i would be pretty goddamn interested because they're saying that there's a um the collar that scarlet witch wears in civil war if mm -hmm. you guys remember in um in that scene, she's caught in that prison where all of them, where Steve Rogers has to help them escape at the end. Okay. And she has, like, this collar that has, like, a, you know, that looks similar to what they had in the trailer, this mm -hmm. recent Dark Phoenix trailer. Uh, the mutant control unit, the MCU, uh, would have that to subdue mutants to keep their powers in check and stuff. Yeah. So they're kind of hinting that that's, that it may be connected universally. Okay. And that they may be in the same universe at some point. Hmm. But, yeah, the the merger is actually going to be finalized this at the end of this month 
in March. So once that's final, dude, I think it's I think it's finally gonna happen, man. After so many hurdles. Yes. Uh, I can't wait to see what they do though with the whole Wolverine thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. If we're even gonna have him back. I think we'll you think we will. I think we will because the last movie came out when? 2018, 2017? So not that long ago. Yeah, so I think in about another year or two we'll probably see him. Once they introduce other characters, I think they'll introduce other characters like Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. Have a, his own movie, mm-hmm. which would probably be pretty dope. A Marvel one. Yeah. Um, or even like a Magneto movie. Like, why not? Michael, Fans- Michael Fassbender is pretty dope. He's, yeah. He can headline a show on mm-hmm. his own for sure. Yeah, dude. I think those would be great ideas. So once they kind of take, because remember there's that rule where they can't have aired them for like two years. They have to be unused for two years before they can be reused again. Wow. Yeah, it's a stupid um, cinema rule. All right. Like in the in the academy, that's what you had. Like, basically, that's what. All right. I think that's what they negotiated when they handed over the rights. Okay. Because that way, Fox still gets money mm-hmm. for those rights for the next two years. Mm-hmm. That way, they're not completely asked out. So. So they have to make this fucking, like, <laughs> awesome movie and make it worth it. It's like three and a half hours long. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And another rumor that's been. Uh, that's kind of been actually confirmed is that they're going to be going ahead with an R-rated Blade movie starring none other than Wesley Snaps. The original Blade man The original Blade man. He's coming back. And you know what, man? He could totally pass for Blade now. It, 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 I mean, Blade doesn't age. And he neither, didn't, neither yeah, does he, has, he looks exactly the same yeah, as was, he did he back when. Yeah, man. I think he could do it. Why mm-hmm. not? That'd be dope. That would be dope. That would work so well. I mean, imagine... And then you go back to jail because he wouldn't pay sex. Dude, imagine a Blade Deadpool crossover. Boom. What the fuck? Idea right there, son. Ooh, there you go. Damn. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, dude. <laughs> no, that'd be great. Yeah. For sure. Why not? I mean, why not? Why not, man? Um, I kind of want to leave off with one... Get your opinion on this one last thing. Foo, do you remember... Um, I, I talked about lastly last time that Will Smith left... Uh, Suicide Squad as Deadshot. Right. Well, do we have a replacement? No, we don't. But do we need one? What do you mean? You remember when Deadshot was on Arrow, the Arrow show? Yeah. Why not throw him back on the Arrow show? As Will Smith, or what do you mean? No, as that well, as that Deadshot guy, Flint, Flint Lawton. Because remember, they took him off of Arrow, the Arrowverse, okay. because they were going to use him in the movies. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't want to use the property at the same time. Really? Yeah, that's exactly why it happened. I didn't know that. Yeah, so then they killed him off. Mm-hmm. But what if they don't kill him off? Because they never found his body in the show. And they can easily bring him back. So yeah, no kidding. Yeah, and he's not gonna he's not gonna be used. So why not use him on the TV series? I think that'd be a good idea. That's a that's a good idea because he was a good he was a good one. It was a good yeah, one. I, like I liked how they iteration. did that. Did, yeah, mm-hmm. it was a very good iteration. They did it really well, and I was kind of upset that you know the movies did what they did to it. God damn it. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> well, man. That's it for me in Nerd News. That's it, man. That's all I got for you, unless you want to throw something at me. Well, um, there was talks about a Darkwing Duck thing that I wanted to talk about. um, 
I, I sent you a link, but essentially is like somebody did a, a like an artist rendering of what Darkwing Duck would look like if we did a live action Darkwing Duck. Yeah. And um, a lot of people were like, oh, fuck yeah. And it's like in that animation, like um, Spider-Man. Um, what was that? That recent animated Spider-Man Spider-verse? movie? Spider-Verse? Yeah, Into the Spider-Verse. Oh. So he did it in that kind of style. And everybody was like super on board with it because he did like all these cool fucking pictures. So are they going to do it? I don't know, but like it's it's getting enough people interested where I think studios are paying attention. Oh, and they're like, ooh, a Darkwing so, Duck series, bro. A, no, a movie. Oh, a Darkwing my, Duck oh movie. My God. Remember back in the day, Darkwing Duck. Uh, for for me, living uh, in the L.A. area, it was KCAL nine. Yes. Uh, and and it would be on uh, along with like Ducktales. Ducktales. Um, fucking and so tailspin too. I yeah and tailspin. Um, but they all lived in the same universe, and the one thing that connected them was Mr. Launchpad himself. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So something tells me that Launchpad was pilot, uh, the pilot of um, Scrooge McDuck, like a full time pilot. But for uh, fucking Darkwing Duck. He kind of did that at night, or at least on his free time. Uh huh. And he and he like helped out Darkwing Duck, like solve mysteries and shit. Oh like that. yeah, I do remember that. He was in both the the fucking. That's right. Yeah, movies. I remember in the Ducktales movie. Mm-hmm. Remember he was uh he got knocked out or something. Yeah. Yeah, and he still somehow flew flew them to that island or whatever. Right. He always comes through. Yeah. He always comes through. <laughs> but he was in both of those, and that and then if he had like a Ducktales movie, that'd be cool. I mean, I wouldn't really care because they they've kind of bastardized the whole goddamn thing. <sighs> since my childhood they have, uh, they, they have a new one uh, out now right yeah it's a little i mean the animation's more in the newer style um but it's lazier I mean, it's lazier mm. i mean well come on man they can't they write all the good writers left they don't want to do disney anymore and then they introduced a girl duckling with the three brothers right yeah she was in the movie remember was she yeah yeah, yeah she's she was always she was in ducktales she was the one that um scrooge mcduck would always listen to her like he would always spoil but but now she's like she's totally like a part of it. She's she's like one of the main characters. Wasn't she before? Th- no, you know, it was huh? just the three little ducklings. Oh, Huey, Huey Dewey, Dewey, and, and Louie. Louie. Jinx. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but I, I would I would totally watch that movie um, if if they do the exact kind of writing style that they did for the Into the Spider Verse. Uh-huh. That'd be great. I mean, that almost hit a hundred percent on the Rotten Tomatoes meter. <sighs> Dude, I'm telling you, they need to do a Batman Beyond movie. They oh, need dude. to go ahead with this thing. They need to hurry it up because we need this now. Yeah, that would be so dope. That would be so dope. Live action, though. For yeah. sure, live action. Oh, man. With Michael Keaton as Batman. <laughs> as Bruce Wayne, yeah. That, that just has to be his old Batman. It has to be done. Mm-hmm. WB, get mm-hmm. on your shit, son. Yep. You know what? And and I've thought about it. I've actually put some thought in, into it. I've lost uh, minutes of sleep. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Because I've, uh, I've thought about how... They would be really be remiss if they didn't use him. Yeah, as his like, and even if it was Tim Burton, like I, I'd still be okay with it. Like, uh, let's see what happens. But Tim Burton has a style that I don't that is only appreciated in certain movies. He's he's done a couple of stinkers. Yeah, uh, I don't think Tim. Well, you know what? Tim Burton's last one was Batman Returns because he didn't touch 
the next two after that. Mm-hmm. That was Joel, uh, that was a uh, Joel Schumacher. Okay. That fucked up that goddamn okay. last two. All right. Yeah. Well, so that's why Tim Burton left on a high note. Like the last one he did was the one with Catwoman and yeah. Penguin. Okay. Which is by far one of the best goddamn Batman movies of all time. That's true. Like you, you actually ever see that on TV? You sit your ass down and you watch that movie because <laughs> it's, a good, it's movie. a good movie. Yeah. Like, and it, it was like, especially for its time too, man. Think about that. Like, 90s. yeah, he was a little limited w- with what he had at his disposal, and I think he artistically made it work. He made it work. Yeah. He made it all work. Special mm. effects where the Batmobile turns tiny. Yeah. I mean, because he's good with models, so I think he made that with like a model, like, mm-hmm. a, like so. Yeah, Tim Burton was, is just a master of his craft, but I don't know if he'd be able to do that now. I, I, I don't think he's really interested in doing that at any point. So. Uh, well, who knows? I don't think they've knocked on his door. True, true. I don't in think, a very long time. I don't think anybody's really even thought about that. Hey, mm. come on, guys. Again, get Tim Burton on the Batman Beyond it, You can at least uh, pose it as like a... Uh, uh, from a campy perspective. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if they're doing all these different types of DC-style you know, movies and mm. it's not a super connected universe, mm-hmm. why not? Why not do something like this? People would, de- I would definitely pay. No money holds for this barred shit. as far as DC's concerned. They don't. They ha- they don't give a fuck about continuity. That's right what they now. said. That's what exactly what they said. They don't give a fuck said. about continuity. They'll connect it in the end. Yeah, they'll just find a way to. Yeah, that took care of that, and that took care of that, and that's why that movie got made. Yeah, but multiverse. Like, boom. Boom. Multiverse. Yeah, now everybody universe. shut the fuck up. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> There's even a Marvel universe. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Come Imagine. On now. Really? God. Uh, oh yeah, because uh, DC is also associated with Mortal Kombat. That's right. That's another universe right. that they can tap yeah, into. Yeah, they do that in the. They have the comics. Mm-hmm. They have those uh, DC. It's a Dark Horse comic. Which, Mar- by Mar- the Kombat. way, I'm surprised that Marvel hasn't tapped into their com- uh, Capcom properties. That's right. They have the opportunity. You still have all that shit going on on that side. Yeah, they have stock and all that shit. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they could definitely bust those motherfuckers out. And I think they should. Mm-hmm. They definitely, dude. Street Fighter movie, a new one, a good one. Or I'd be okay with just like a. a and, and they've they've tried this. These like single movies, like they tried the Chun Li movie. Oh yeah, if they that? do a Ryu and Ken movie. I would. That would be. Yeah, because they grew up together. Yeah, they that was together. that was the best storyline. Like mm-hmm. in fact, that's the only storyline I really loved yeah. from Street Fighter is their connection and how they are both supposed to be like the greatest martial artists in the world, but yeah. Ryu is legit the greatest because right. he just wanders and fights with whoever wants to fight him. Mm-hmm. So I think... But Ken's more like mainstream. Like yeah, he's, he wants to get paid. He wants to... Yeah, yeah that's that's what he's about. But he's still really good at it. As good as Ryu. As good as Ryu. Yeah, yeah so. and... Ah, oh, man. They, that movie but you know what? If you ask me, they all have very interesting stories. They all have very interesting stories. Uh, Blanca used to be a regular, a regular guy. guy. That's until right. he got turned into that. Yeah, that monster. Yeah, that would be a crazy e- was too good of a sumo wrestler, so good that he can cross and transcend any martial arts. Chun Li's a cop, yep, and like the best martial art, yeah, p- kung fu cop. And then you got Guile, who's supposed to be Mister USA, yeah, like super soldier esque kind yeah. of guy. Yeah, totally. He's pretty much Captain America of Capcom. And then his partner, I can't. Her name, I can't. Her Cam- name escapes me. Cammy. But Cammy's English. Yes. Yeah. But that's part of like that world organization. Right. Because it's supposed to be like a universal organization, mm-hmm. right? That they're fighting against them, Bison. But M. Bison, yeah. Who's out of Thailand. Oh, man. Imagine recasting M. Bison, though. Because the last guy that was M. Bison, the guy that played Gomez in the Adams Family. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. He was so good as M. Bison. Yeah. What was his name? Uh, 
it was, I don't know, dude. I forget his name, but yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, but they would need somebody like super imposing, like a Brock Lesnar type. Um, uh, yeah, because the one that they had, what's his name? His name escapes me now too. But he was in the movie, the Chun Li movie, mm-hmm. the blonde guy. It's oh, like him. I, I just couldn't. I, he I couldn't was. Buy uh, it. He wasn't so imposing, at least physically. No, not at and all. And then Bison is a wide fuck, like fucking guy. Yes, yeah, huge, huge guy. Like he just looks like a monster mm-hmm. as soon as you see him, mm-hmm. and he's just his eye. That Neil McDonough was the last okay. guy that played him. Uh, yeah, it just it needed to be someone. It needs to be someone more with more statuesque, right? I would say. And uh, I, you know what was the name of the? Well, I don't. I don't think you would know, but the guy who played uh, Xerxes in the Three Hundred movie would be a great Sagat. Oh yeah, I don't you even know? know who he is. But he would. He already kind of looks like, like Sagat. Yeah, that. Yeah, that same makeup. He's. Yeah, that'd be, that'd it, work. It, it kind of it just works. Yeah, it works. I mean, so the, uh, there's a lot of potential with these Street Fighters. And then, of course, you know, all the other characters that have come through in the last few years, uh-huh. in the last few games and things that they've tried to kind of add to their universe there. Yeah. Um, so I think it'd be very interesting if they legitimately tried to tap into it with uh, an end goal of creating that universe on the Marvel, uh, at least on the why Disney not? or Marvel perspective. Oh, why I know not? they're associated somehow. I know there would be a market for them for sure. Mm-hmm. They're in, in all of nerddom, yes. there's a market. So great. let's sign this petition because honestly, I think this petition <laughs> is more important than this Joey Lawrence for Batman petition. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, guys. Well, he already prior- got turned down. Yes, so yes. prioritize, people. Prioritize. Right on. Well, that's going to do it for the nerd news today, everybody. All right. Well, we will be right back with some joint report and the music highlights for today, everybody. Hey, everybody. I'm Josh. And the food here tagging along. Be sure to catch us on Food Bar Sports. Listen in now on Tuesday. Catch us on any major podcast app or our own website, foodbarshow.com. You can also find us on our Facebook group, Food Bar Sports. Join in on the conversation. Sports talk, latest rumors, and sports news. Are you on weed? Give me some. I'll smoke you two under the table. It's from the bomb. Yeah, well, today on the joint report, I wanted to just uh, let everybody know that I found this on leafly.com. Good old leafly. Good old leafly. Uh, this article is titled, uh, Is the World's First THC Breathalyzer a Breakthrough or uh, Vaporware? So this article is telling us that earlier this week, the Oakland-based diagnosis company Hound Labs have announced that they've created a product that provides accurate measurements of the THC in the body. What? So the Uh-oh. news created a minor stir in the, in the cannabis community. Everyone be careful driving home. A functional cannabis breathalyzer has become a sort of technological holy grail for entrepreneurs eager to provide police with accurate and up-to-date roadside testing for intoxicated drivers. Uh Uh-oh. Damn it. (laughs) Everyone, put your pipes down and listen. Um, 
But, you know, lately that they haven't really been so successful. Back in late 2015, they gave it a shot. Uh-huh. Uh, four years later, now the market still awaits for the first commercially available device. Okay, um, so we got time. So, so far, all we really have had is the blood test, the urine test that can only measure past consumption. Exactly. Uh, so, saliva tests like Canada's police implemented uh, Drager Drug Test 5000. Sounds like a Doppler device. <laughs> Searching for weed. <laughs> yeah. Um, this can take 24 hours for results, first off, and oh, have shit. resulted in at least one sober driver having her car and license temporarily taken away. Oh. So it's not like yeah. totally... Um, You're screwed. Yeah. Uh, some, some innocent people can go to jail. Damn um, it. One of the main problems is that uh, a breathalyzer cannot accurately show a correlation between THC and intoxication. Like, they're mutually exclusive yeah. categories. So even the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration has pointed out that it's difficult to establish a relationship between a person's THC blood or plasma concentration and performance-impairing effects. So, like, as high as you can be, it doesn't necessarily mean, or as as much THC, I mean, that's in your bloodstream can not necessarily mean that you're currently intoxicated. Interesting. So I can be high, but I can also be not high at the same time. Well, your body just happens to still have that in in its in itself because you know, as we know, we've known for many years mm-hmm. that THC binds to fat cells. Yeah. It's not water based. It's it's oil and fat based. That's why when you make brownies, you put it in the butter. Yeah. Or you put it in the oil when you make something like that. When you start baking with it, so that's why it's most easiest to um to store and and then put it in by the way when we went to colorado remember uh-huh. when the foo uh made that, all that weed butter because we oh had so much weed God. that we know what to do with yeah that and, was amazing and you can just put that shit on everything dude you can just make your breakfast lunch and dinner with that yep. shit and and dude yeah, we that were was, not disappointed that was frank's red's hot oh weed, man. my god I put that shit on everything that shit was great like yeah. again one of the stories was i woke up didn't even know that it was in any of the food mm. ate a nice piece of french toast and had the greatest goddamn shower i've ever had yeah super high it was great and i didn't even know it. it's fucking great <laughs> uh but the university of california in san francisco a small group of 20 cannabis consumers both frequent and, and infrequent consumed their own cannabis and were tested nine times over the course of over the course of three hours so no study for the evaluation of thc in breath has been larger to date so they, they're really trying to go at it to see yeah. if they can try to create this kind of device. It's still in development, pretty mm-hmm. much. Here, but the idea or the concepts there, where they want to take advantage of it now. And I think the reason why it's um, it's so difficult to do that is because it's not as it's not it's not being consumed the same way. Yeah. Uh, you got your smoker. Mm-hmm. You have your vape. Your dabs, your, yeah, your, your, your edibles, your edible, which wouldn't really matter if you had the breath. Yeah, the breath, it wouldn't be on the breath at all. At that point, you ingested it yourself. Yeah, it's it's in you. Yeah, it's already in there. But if you're doing that, then you're a crazy motherfucker. We got <laughs> you got other problems. And then yeah, maybe you shouldn't be on the road. Yeah, maybe yeah. You, maybe you should stay home. Yeah, which, are, is, yeah. which skews it because they are the only kind of breathalyzer that they can really test for is if it's in your Smoke. breath. Yeah, uh, I mean, guys, look. It's fine if you, you know, smoke some, take some dabs, and then go driving <laughs> and get some food. Oh, wait, no, I'm not advocating for that. Never mind, I'm sorry. No, don't do but, that. 
But uh, <laughs> just don't have your pipes and shit in your car, man. Go yeah, don't find be sloppy. Spot. Don't be sloppy. Don't be sloppy, man. Be clean. Get yeah. your shit together. Just get all your shit and get it together. <laughs> I don't care what you. No, I don't care how you do it. Just get your shit together. <laughs> get it together, summer. Get it together, summer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's going to do it for me and a joint report today, Josh. Yeah. Smoke weed every day. Yeah. Well, uh, let's uh, finish this off with a music highlight segment, shall we? Music. Well, on today, I wanted to just discuss that in the spirit of the new Captain Marvel movie coming out uh, this week, I wanted to just highlight some of the best songs that came out in 1995 and there was a lot of songs and i and we we can we can do this all day but like <laughs> fucking billboard years and hot 100 singles of 1995 guess what number one was time of your life no oh it was a uh, gangster's paradise by coolio dang Number two being Waterfalls by THC, Creep by T- TLC. Sorry, THC. It's THC. <laughs> huh. um, Freudian slip. Kiss from a Rose by Seal as number four. I can take it from a kiss from a rose <laughs> on the grave. On Bended Knee by Boys to Men as number five. Oh a bunch my of all God. this other like, crazy this, shit. This is amazing. Everything came out in 95. <laughs> 95 was a great year. But I, but I wanted to feature some other ones that weren't as obvious, you know, if we're talking about 1995. Uh-huh. Maybe some that still are, I think, hold up and and maybe perhaps not get the, uh, the credit that they deserve or the love that they deserve because they've kind of transcended their time where if somebody wrote these songs today, uh-huh. they would still be on the radio. Like Eve 6. Was that that come out in ninety five? Uh, they were they were in the nineties. Oh, yeah, they, with their uh, I think their hottest single was Inside Out. Yeah, Inside Out for sure. That's yeah, the one I used to uh, that, they as were a, a very entertaining band. But this first one was a song called Hook by Blues Traveler. This was released back in nineteen ninety five. It came out of their album called Four, like the number four, okay. I guess. It's one of those songs where you're just like, oh, yeah, you hear it. You probably heard it like walking around Costco or something at some point. But uh, it still holds up. And they're a great jam band in and of itself. The harmonica is great. Uh, he's, he's probably one of the best harmonica players on the face of the earth. Yeah. Fucking John Popper is insane. Wasn't, wasn't the, weren't they on at the end of Kingpin, the movie Kingpin in the Amish country? I think you're right. Yeah, I think yeah. that was them. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's they're take great, listen. man. Let's listen to Hook.
So one of the reasons why I really enjoy this song, other so than the soulful. fact, well, other than the fact that it's just a badass sounding yeah, song, hell yeah. is that it's making fun of us. It's making fun of the listener. The song's lyrics are aimed directly at the listener, asserting that the lyrical content of the song is meaningless. Oh, what the heck? And as the song's musical hook will keep listeners coming back, so that's why I say the hook will keep, we'll keep you coming, coming back. back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dang, that's, that's so like, and it, That's why this makes this song so underrated is that like people don't understand that they're kind of like being made fun of. It's like you just got, you, we hooked you we just hooked on you this back. marketing ploy, yeah. you know, of this cool song. So clever. Oh, uh, dude. That's why John Popper is one of the geniuses that really don't get the love that he's, he's the best harmonica player out there right now playing it's good old good old soul shows. man it's good old-fashioned soul it's good old uh jam band man yep. I mean, you don't have jam bands like this dude if you've been to a, uh, a, a a show of these guys these guys will put on a show for hours and just Damn. jam it out uh, along with you know incorporating the songs that we all know and love from them sounds so enjoyable for sure well, this next song that I wanted to throw on was a song by good old Radiohead. Oh, yeah. Before they turned into um, so another different band, essentially. And I think what marked it, or at least the um, the thing, uh, the album that kind of crossed that path, in my opinion, was Kid A when that came out. It was, okay. um, it was Radiohead trying to do something different, trying to do something maybe incorporating more electronics, more electronic sounding stuff. And then Rainbows came out and they were like off, they were on, off on a different track. Yeah. But this is still back in 1995, as we are highlighting uh, songs back in 1995 that were great. And if they were written today, they'd still be on the radio. Is this song called Fake Plastic Trees off of their album called The Bends? I know you've heard this one before, Josh, but I'll, I'll uh, throw it on and you'll. Uh, let's see if I recognize let's it. Let's see. The green plastic watering can. For a fake Chinese rubber plant And a fake plastic girl Which you bought from a rubber man In a town familiar it does sound familiar i remember hearing this growing up yeah it's a it's a it's a really chill and really good song at least the ly- lyrically it's really good as well and this used to put me asleep in the car as a young lad there you go <laughs> uh, but this is coming off of the wake of creeps uh, now as a band radiohead did not like to play creep yeah and they and they haven't for a long time not up until recently did they actually start implementing creep as a part of their normal set list really 
you would go to a Radiohead show and not hear Creep. No, but they started doing that again? They started wow. doing that again last year. Why? They just finally because gave up? Because they, they're just like, who cares? Like, people like us and they know us for this song. Let's just give it to them. Yeah. But uh, if you ask me, they've Was been it? dicks this whole time for not playing it. Because that's the song. That's a great song. It is a great and, song. Uh, they're guitarists. And in fact, you know the reason why in the song Creep, um, you you get that really dirty guitar sound that goes. Yeah. I'm a creep. He was yeah. doing it ironically. He's like, "Fuck this song," and then they oh, kept it for the recording. Okay. And uh, but he's uh, the guitar player is probably one of the ones that dislikes the song the most because it doesn't. He said that as much as that made the the band that's so popular. popular, it's not. It's not what you would describe the band as. Like it doesn't properly represent Radiohead. Oh, that's okay. why they don't they don't like to play it and promote it as much as they do. But radio and people just love it that. Out. Yeah, they yeah. just love that. That's a song. good song. It's a great song. Yeah, they're victims of their own craft. So they wrote this one, a song that they would actually prefer because it has more. It's it's more Them. orchestrated. You know, it, it's it builds. Yeah, like it's still building as we go. Um, they they would much prefer this song over Creep, and so they were really trying it, but it never caught on as much as Creep. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's why I only really heard it a few times. I think growing mm-hmm. up, I didn't. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have picked out the name of this like if I heard it on the radio. Fake again. plastic trees. The music video is pretty cool too. So this last one that I wanted to bring to you from 1995 was a song by the Gin Blossoms. Oh, the Gin Blossoms. Yeah, no, All I, right. I recently checked them out over in Pasadena, over at the Rose. They're uh, still playing, last huh? Year. They're still well. They came back after being away for a, a very long time. The only one that's not still with them is the drummer. Oh, okay. That's to my understanding. Uh, everybody else is still an original member of the band. And uh, yeah, they're still going at it. I think it's been uh, 25 years since their first album came out. So they were doing like a tour, like a 25 years. Like a comeback tour kind of thing? Yeah, eh, sort of. But they were pretty much playing the first album from front to back. Oh, gotcha. At every show. And then they would play all the rest of the singles. Like an anniversary tour. Pretty exactly. Much. Okay. Pretty much. Gotcha. But uh, this song is one that I think doesn't get the appreciation that it deserves because all we really hear on the radio is um, the same Jim Blossom songs that, that we hear. Um, and uh, like Hey Jealousy yep. and, and um, uh, amongst a couple of others. But this one is probably one of their better ones. Uh, and, and I enjoy keeping this one on my playlist. This one's called Till I Hear It From You. So check it out. the Jim Blossoms dude is that they were the Eagles of the 90s yeah, and nobody fucking listens to me nope when I tell them they're like they were the Eagles of the 90s somebody played like why didn't more people pay more attention to these guys <laughs> because you still had the Eagles of the yeah 90s. The, the Eagles are still kicking <laughs> the Eagles I just you know said alright we're good we're good after you know Hotel California then we wouldn't have this problem 
But um, the Jim Blossoms have these cool harmonies that almost uh, they they turn almost into like a folky kind of country type. Yeah, of I feel like it to though. It. I like see any but band that can still do like good folk rock music. Yeah. I love it. It's just it's. It takes you back to the old days. That's what days. the Eagles were. They were California country is what they yep. were classified as. And I, I, I could take it. Yeah. I could take that. I'm California okay country. That. California country. Not all the way country. But Just California. California. Yeah, I'm going to rock it up a little bit. But uh, this one was off of uh, a soundtrack, actually. It was called the Empire Records movie. Uh, it was Empire a. It, it was it huh. was a soundtrack to that film called uh, Empire Records back in August of 1995. It topped the Canadian top singles chart for six weeks oh, and reached damn. number 39 in the UK. Uh, so you know it got its notoriety, but it was a, it was a double A side with "Follow You Down," which is another one of the more known yes. Yes, uh, singles by the Jim Blossoms. But um, the great band again, the Eagles of the 90s. What more can I describe them as? <laughs> uh, they were great. They they still are. They still got it too. Yes. Um, if anything, it's 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 quaint. When, because uh, we nostalgic. saw them, we saw them play, and dude, they still got it. They still, you you can tell they enjoy being up on stage and playing all their all their songs. That's dope. Like it's uh, the appreciation for music. They still got it. They just look like a bunch of dads just having a great time. <laughs> like Bad Religion looks like right now. Oh, a bunch well, but, of dads and cat- They're coming out with another sick album. Oh, I heard the new song. It sounds really good. Dude, Goddamn, Bad they Religion. Still got it. Dude. Yeah, dude, they're amazing. I love all of their <laughs> shit. Got it. The new album comes out in May, I think. Yeah, I'm excited to hear it. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to hear. It. Maybe we'll review it. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, no, we will though. Yeah, I'd be down. <laughs> I'd be totally down. Cool, man. Well, as as this releases, Captain Marvel is out in a couple days. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, the Fallen Electric is recording new material. And in a couple weeks, we'll be over at uh, the Boondocks in Corona for St. Patrick's Day. Oh. They got us playing all evening there, on dude. St. Patty's? Dude, you guys are going to get trapped. Dude, I'm going to be so fucked up. I should really think about calling out that fucking Monday. Yeah, after oh, it's from on a work. Sunday, huh? Yeah, St. Patty's Day falls on a Sunday, oh. so the Fallen Electric is playing from like 5 to midnight or 1 or some shit. Everyone start your, putting your request right now. Yeah, it's the first of the month. Or at least I'm working from home. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's not going to be pretty, man. Yeah, I probably will be doing that, too. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be some fun <laughs> shit, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to do it for another episode. Episode 85 in the books. Ocho Cinco. That's right. And thank you all very much for listening into the Food Bar Show. Thank you for downloading the pod on most major podcast apps, subscribing, and telling a friend like a champ. You can always reach us at Food Bar Show. That's FWBarShow.com. And FWBarShow is our handle on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out. Drop us a line, and we'll fill it up like a couple of foods. I've been Josie. I have been Josh. <laughs> and as we say on the Blue Bar Show, don't, don't be a dick. dick.